welcome to Infinite Possibilities, the Game Changer series with me, Dr. Marina Nani and Rich Woman Magazine. If you look around and wonder how some people are so successful, so quick, while others still struggle, perhaps it's time to find out the inside story of personal brand strategies. Every story brings a new perspective, greater truths that sit at the core of personal branding. We go around the world together and talk with influencers, elite leaders, visionaries, artists, scientists, icons, and everyday heroes about the intentional decision to influence the public perception of their uniqueness and access infinite possibilities. I always believe that your life could go as far as you allow your imagination to take you. And you mentioned the power of words. I really believe in the power of words. And we have this tremendous superpower as humans, the power of words. In the next 24 hours, it's a time of celebrations and we we understand how beautiful celebrating is but in the next 24 hours each one of us have the chance and the possibility the infinite possibility to create your own thought in the next 24 hours every day another 60,000 70,000 thoughts go into your mind and that you are the only one deciding the words building those thoughts and if you think that 365 days a year, and if you think that the decades ahead of you where you can practice this every single day, what, what is the power of words? How the superpower we have as humans choosing our own words, how that impacts the way we communicate with others and ourselves? Wow. Dr. Maria, I'm going to share this. It's going to be short. Linking with the last question you asked, then I'll move into this. After my mother died, I went into panic. I was offered a job to work in a store. When I got there, they told me it's a housekeeping job. I humbly took the job and went there. The challenges of abuse started. Fortunately, I was trained and and was able to understand the signs. This gentleman sat me down and he taught me how I could live in the house as his second wife without his wife knowing. Needless to say that he would have been the first person for whom I would go to prison for a, a, a man, a woman's husband, because I picked up the instrument from the kitchen because that's where he attacked me and I am sure it was Angel Gabriel that held the hand so that he would not be sacrificed like the lamb and I left there went into the town of Montego Bay popular tourist place and stayed with a friend and things just keep happening and when the last straw I Decided the drugs, the sex, all of that's what's coming at me. Why am I 
being Christian and just stay in this realm, in this space and suffering, I am going to, we say, bust out. I'm going to break out. And Dr. Maria, I went to a church Saturday. I pressed my ear. I got my ear done the Friday night. I was the prettiest girl in town on Saturday morning from a kinky hair to whatever transformed. And I was destined that would have been my last church activity. And I sat in the back of the church and the preacher telling you the power of words and also we talk about self-perception. Um, when the preacher was in the pulpit delivering the message, he looked to the back of the church and he saw me. And he said, what is that? Grace Kelly, stand up. And I stood and the man allowed me to stand and he told the church everything about me and my family, how Christian we are and how noble. And then he said, these are his exact words. Look at her. Every eye in that church was on me. And he said, her statue depicts her character. I am six foot tall, tracking young lady. Her statue depicts her character. And that's one of the moments that words transformed my life. I later learned that in the Himalayan islands, they have some huge trees. And when they are cutting them, when they need to cut down, they call on the community and they circle the tree and they hear negative words at the tree. And in days, the tree rot from inside out. That's how powerful words are. And that's why we need to be careful of the spoken words to ourselves or to others. Because every word, it changes the molecules, it changes our thinking, and it can empower or it can destroy. What do we want our words to do for us and for others? Think of it before we say it. I had to share that. Very grateful, Professor Grace. In my mind is no question that every single word you use is like planting a seed and nurturing that seed could grow it into a fruit-bearing tree. But more, more than anything, I see the mind, the human mind as a magic garden. <laughs> and I, I just wonder, how can you cope with with minding your, your garden, the garden of the mind, after tragic events, during periods of grief? Wow. You do that by, and I'm going to preface this by saying, when you are ready, and sometimes you are ready naturally, sometimes someone would need to help you to become ready. When you are ready, you start 
thinking and focusing on the positives of the relationship or the experience that you've had. Start seeing every pain as a round on a ladder to take you to greater heights. Start reflecting on scriptures, quotations that able to build the capacity of your mind because by beholding you become change what you see you become so reading making notes writing and repeating there is something we used to have when we were growing up it's called recitation in schools and they give you a line or several lines and you have to repeat them repeat them repeat them until you memorize them it's called nowadays in counseling therapy cognitive reconstruction so you have to reconstruct your brain your mind your memories and sometimes you have to demolish all that's in there you have to declutter and the only way you can do it is pouring new empowering thoughts in. Don't matter, don't worry, don't focus on the old thoughts. Don't focus on the pain. Just focus on the new empowering things. Um, amazing. I happy. I phenomenal. I and you keep saying those I be willing also to practice what one would call micro shifts and positive habit stocking towards a healthier and a more fulfilled way or fulfilling way of life. So learn effective decision making and learn to be very spontaneous and responsive learn to be in the moment there is something that i use in treating with others that helps them to replace the negative so i would give someone two two opposite colors a dark color and a clear black white or red blue light blue and say, okay, at this moment, when the pain is hounding you, just shift your thoughts to the possibilities of what you can become after, what it is that you really want to be, how you want to live your life, or also some of the, the good times that you've had. And by shifting, just by shifting, you move away from the negative and always focus on your goal. What is it that you need to do to reach that goal where the things that you're thinking about are no longer pain points, but you move from your pain 
to your passion and to seeing your possibilities and living it. So that's how come you treat with it step by step where you stuck the habits and the thoughts that are empowering and transformative and focus on the positive. And in behavioral therapy with children, that's what we do. We focus on the problem and not the person. You focus on the habits or the behavior that you want them to imbibe and to display as opposed to focusing on the negative. So it's simple steps, but very deliberate and ensure that the things you are doing, they are enhancing your brain power. That's what I would suggest, Doc. <laughs> this is Real Mastery, Professor Grace. We are talking about infinite possibilities into celebrating humanity's story, into celebrating each other, into celebrating ourselves. And as you quite clearly pointed out, there are a lot of people, millions of people, who suffer more during the celebration season simply because they feel alone, think, or maybe they lost their loved ones, or they're facing loneliness without an exit. What is your advice, Professor Grace, for the people who find it even more difficult now? From whose perspective, I would say, one, persons who are feeling challenged to be happy, they may just very well need someone to support them through what they are going through and to reorient them to what life used to be. And you can ask simple questions. What was like life like before your loss? And let them share that with you. While they are sharing, you pick up on the positives. Ah, okay. Did I hear you say, am I correct? So while they are talking about what life was like, you use those to help them to pull out of them the positive and I usually ask, think of one thing that if this person was actually here, they would have made you laugh. Just think of that. And they would, some persons close their eyes and then they start thinking. And when you look, you see the grin on their face and you just pull that out. Wow, what is it that you were thinking about just now? That made you so radiant. You were excited about that. And, and then ask them how, because normally you don't just tell people what to do. You give them permission. You say, what can I do to take you back to that or to move you forward into becoming? Because sometimes they are really stuck. 
because effective counseling is really moving persons from a level of stuckness to a level of a state of intentionality where they find different ways of treating the one challenge that they have. And again, I'm going to say from us now who are treating with the person who are grieving and are unhappy. I, going back to Maya Angelou, she said what? I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. So do what you can to make them happy. To make them feel again. To let them be heard again. And empower them so that they can be the real person who they are before we let you go because it's so <laughs> more is listening to you the more i listen the more i want to know what would be your advice for our listeners who are trying so hard to celebrate life despite everything they know they need to do something to heal themselves before the new year starts and get ready for a year of success, a year of happiness. A new year is a new chapter in everybody's life. What would be your advice for our listeners, Professor Grace? My advice would be stop trying and do it. Stop trying to be happy. Just be happy. For whatever may have overcome you in the past, that has already happened to you. It's not something that you can change right now. What you can change is your perception of what happens and the direction in which you go. I would say let go. Seriously, letting go. If it is that it's someone who believes in a higher power, in nature, in God, give your problem over to he who understands your problem best and who has the ability to take care of that problem. And when you would have done that, just enjoy your life. Be kind to yourself, knowing that the person you would have lost would have wanted you to, to, to move on and to enjoy your life. Now, if you need help, get help. Because sometimes you need to be supported, to get to the place where you ought to be for yourself, but not by yourself. And I'm going to give you a very two things that you could do moving forward. One, schedule, schedule five to 15 minutes every day. If you can start with 15 minutes, and then you reduce it to 12, then to 10, 
but start with an everyday plan where you are going to identify one pain point and you're going to treat with it. I acknowledge that I'm hurting over the loss of. I understand that I will never be able to have a relationship with this person again because they are either dead or they are we are divorced and 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 divorce sometimes can be more painful than death because when you could bury the dead you can't bury the person who you have divorced and you may see them every day so own it and deal with it if you can't get help get a balloon it's a very simple activity that i use sometimes get a balloon and you can either place the name of the thing or the person that you are grieving and have a letting go ceremony. You place it in the balloon and if you want to use the pump to blow it, fine. But one of the things that um, is helpful, adults, not children, when you are blowing the balloon, you're taking a deep breath in. So you're taking a positive arm strong and you blow out in the balloon you blow out the weakness so you take in the good you blow out the bad and then you tie that balloon and you literally go outside and let it go that's something that you feel that you physically have done to uh, to release yourself from that pain the use different music Depends on your liking. You can use therapeutic music and listen to it. And right now, an activity, another activity you could do is you take a deep breath. You're listening to your nature sound, which is one of the better ways, better choice. And you tell yourself, I healthy, happy, and stress-free. I have lost my mom. I own the pain. I, am, I have treated with the pain, and I'm letting go. So you do those, and you put in whatever you statements that will make you happy, and you just end on the positive, always end on the positive. Love your family. Call them. Uh, we haven't spoken for a while. I am hurting because you've done something to me. I have forgiven you. Forgiveness is more about you than the other person. Let it go. So my word to anyone right now as we go through the holidays, moving into the new year, the best gift that you can give to yourself is leaving the baggages behind and if you don't know how if you can't find help in your area dm me and i will grant you an opportunity to have your pain to treat with your pain so that you can get to the hope side of your grief dr maria professor grace is just such a privilege to have you gracing the stage and i still have a question 
because it is at that time of the year and it's so much happening in our minds, in our hearts, and there is so much hope and yet could be more should we be able to understand that communication is not only an external way of manifesting your ideas or connecting with others, but it's also, most importantly to me, a way of understanding yourself, that narrative, mm -hmm. the story you tell yourself about yourself when nobody is listening. And sometimes when you understand the power of communication, you start understanding yourself better, your superpower, understanding your superpower better. And I interviewed thousands of people and I always listen to what is not said. And I mm -hmm. could see a very successful person sometimes will carry a certain silence that goes when they go home, when they leave their office. And now with a lot of people working from home, they don't really have an office as an exit <laughs> to communicate yeah. with others. And they are left with a lot of time to communicate with themselves. How can we use mm -hmm. communication to manage our hope? Wow. Wow, that's an awesome question. How can I use communication to manage hope? Wow. Keeping the hope alive. You've got to see it and, and, and believe it. Hope, giving yourself the permission to see life in a positive way. There's what we call hope-based communication. Instead of saying, I am weak and just leave it there, the person could probably say, even though I am weak, I find strength in. And or I will find strength in, or I am stronger than, I use the I, because when you use it, you are, it's almost like you're turning on a switch in your brain, and anything that comes after I is what you feel, is what you become, and the level of hopelessness that society today, if we were to ask you, each of you on this stage or who, are, who, who each person who is listening to write 100 things that seem hopeless to you, the research shows that in few minutes you'll be able to finish that. But if we were to ask 100 things that brings hope, and use those affirmations. Sometimes it's very hard for persons to think. So write them on a daily basis. Find five things for which you are grateful. 
and every day you add an additional five. Or find five quotations that speaks to hope and write them down and decide to learn at least one per day. If you don't trust yourself to say that um, healed from my past, you could say I am in the process of healing from my past. I forgive myself and I'm setting myself free. I powerful and I claim that power that drives me towards empowerment and fulfillment so that I could live a fulfilled life. I'm trusting me and even if I can't trust me, I am going to trust the process so that I can be relieved of and you say what this thing. I am willing to let go. I welcome the miracle of in my life. I love and I appreciate me and I am at peace with myself. So you use those positive affirmations and speak them into being. And instead of watching movies and other things that have negative undertones and negative words, listen to persons with positive affirmation. There are so many morning meditations and other things are out there. Or you can create some for yourself using your own voice, saying your affirmation and keep the hope alive because it is not something that you can sprinkle some miracle powder and it happen. The brain has been nurtured, has been accustomed to negative and for you to change that. I did use the word earlier, we can construction, cognitive reconstruction, you are rebuilding your brain over again. And every thought you put in is like a, a, a building block. And every time you believe that thought, you cement it together. So if you are putting in negative, you are rebuilding your brain to have lack of hope then, I would say, because we are speaking to hope. But if you put in the positive that brings hope, you're reframing and you're, re you're, you're doing the recognition, cognitive reconstruction so that you can have this positive brain so that every time you think positive. And if you do that over a period of 21 days, you... Normally, they say behavior change happens in 21 days. Read some good poems. 
and love yourself. And that's what I would say that. Wow, Professor Grace, I love you so much. Oh my God. I know it's been a marathon interview. I think it's the one of the longest interviews I ever hosted. And I'm really, really grateful for the audience being here with us, for everybody who is on stage. Thank you so much, Margot, Young, Erica, Jonathan, Syed, Lady Jules, Maximilian, Far, Diana, Christoph, Katie, Grace, Tan, Mr. Kenny, and everybody who is in the audience, Dee, Love from New York, Dee from Singapore, everybody in this room. I just want to thank you for allowing us to host infinite possibilities at Sustainability Leadership Club. And we've been talking about effective communication skills for career success with our master. Professor Grace, the interview, if you missed any, the interview is going to be published at richuman.co slash forward podcast. Also her podcast, Healing from Scars to Stars, is also available and it will be run weekly in 2022. So I would love to end by saying thank you and Merry Christmas to everybody who contributed to the beautiful room today and every day. <laughs> and I would love to end with a quote I borrowed from Michelle Obama, simply because now we celebrate everything that we achieve and everything that we will make part of our bigger dream. Hope is contagious and I hope everybody will feel this season that there are infinite possibilities right in front of us. We can achieve so much more getting together, putting our hearts together. Michelle Obama said, you might not always have a comfortable life and you will not always be able to solve all of the world's problems at once. But don't ever underestimate the importance you can have because history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. Thank you so much, everybody. Merry Christmas from the whole team of Richmond Magazine. And thank you so much for being here. You are the perfect avatar for, for changing the media landscape where we'll have more good news because of people like you. Right now, out of the 358,000 newspapers going to press tonight for tomorrow, 95% are bad news. But I know because of you and because of your mission, life mission, because of the hope you bring to the table everywhere you go, I know we can bring the balance right. Merry Christmas from all of us at Rich Human Magazine. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Rich Human, Sovereign and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operations to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools, and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, 
a niche magazine or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or follow the link in the episode description.